Magic Withy. I'm Sika. Lynn. Kalak. Uma. Thessaly. And I'm your DM, Ethan. Welcome to Venture Forth. We did it. Happy 100th episode. All right. That was actually good. I think we're good. We're great. That was beautiful. <laughs> okay. I am I think so the awesome. That was Are we all bards? Yeah. 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 That was the only thing to say in, in beat. All right. We answered the question. Previously, you all finished a combat within the husk of all things written in order to find out information on this brand that was branded onto Kodombo's neck. Uh, With almost no time to spare, you all grabbed these pages. They reformed back into the book and Kelik delved in finding out what he could. After finding out uh, a little bit of information, he let the rest of the party know that there was going to be some stuff that you guys need to do in order to find more information. And that information would be in the Underdark. So you all discussed on possible avenues to take forward. Um, Flynn saying that you all should let Kodombo go for the immediate benefit of um, knowing that everyone is going to be safe. While uh, Kellick and, and Olma took the pretty hard stance of saying, no, we need to follow up on this and and maybe see if we can solve this before letting him go. So it seemed that there was an uneasy consensus that you guys are just going to try to go to the Underdark, try it out, (laughs) and then if you don't succeed within enough time, three days, I believe you discussed, you would come back and let Kodombo go then. So... Try out the underdog. Just, just yeah, try As you are all try it, you know? still within the husk of all things written, you have decided on a plan. What would you all like to do now? Well, um, could we leave the book, please? Could we just like leave the inside of where we? I don't want to be here anymore. Uh-huh. Hey, that's sensible. Bye, Husk. Bye, Husk. Bye, Husk. Thank Bye. you, Husk. As he lifts the little bell chime, rings it a couple times, all of a sudden you all wake up, um, opening your eyes, feeling yourself emerge from the book back <sighs> into Hayfried's void. I will quickly wrap it up, put it in my bag. Okay. I mean, no time passes in the void, so, or mm. no time passes in the Husk. So, so actually, if we want to make decisions and we want more time to make them, we could always just go into the Husk. Oh, that's true, and we don't deliberation. have to. So wise, good idea. You are constantly surprising me. Almost shouldn't have done that. So time freezes when you go in, and then you come back out right. instantaneously. Yep. Yes, but if you die, it must it must somehow release for someone else to go in. Right. Oh. Well, you just stay in. Or there's what more you people. Stay, but then someone else. It's almost go. like you died the moment you went into the book, right? right. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Yes. yes. I was just thinking, fine. like, there was some way we could apply that. Like, you know, you, you put Kodamvo in the book, but then he would just come right back out. We'd get lots of. Is he strong? Wait. 
if we put oh but he has to be willing to go into it right we he said does. he has to be a willing creature yeah. I was thinking we could like freeze him and freeze the enchantment because technically for the enchantment to actually and someone correct me if I'm wrong about magic because I'm often wrong about magic but if we at the moment has to pass for the enchantment to take place so technically if we were putting him but he'd have to be willing we could trick him <laughs> he said that if he doesn't meet with his people they kill people so he has to meet with them well they don't kill them they, they use the use brand. his brand and if they can enact the brand time still has to pass for that to occur right there may be. Well, yes. We okay, there's a lot Glenn. of variables here, as there have been with every step of this journey. Let's get moving. What are I we doing? Are we resting here? Or are we, we going should. now? No, we need to ask Xavier to open up Stellgate. Yes. Yes. Can or use, to teleport us to Stellgate. Can we use the mirror? Or do we need... We already used the mirror. Oh, we did. Oh, you were sleeping. Oh, we we used the mirror. Okay. Elek. Hajungis. Maybe with a little more... Uh, Energy. Don't tell me how to use my magic, Seeker. Seeker. Well, Loris did make magic, so... <laughs> I told you you do kind that. Kind of like... See, there you go I can't again. hear him because I'm so focused. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I could be your magic coach. <laughs> I'm going to cast Sending to Xavier. Okay. Grab his tether, pull, twist around my hand, pull it to my heart. Xavier, we need another portal opened. This time in Stillgate. Like ASAP! Like ASAP, says <laughs> Olma. Uh, it is dire. Okay, um, can you give me five minutes? Um, I'll get there as, as soon as possible, but uh, I'm sort of in the middle of a spell here. I turn and look at Olma. Does he expect me to use more magic? To- as all of a sudden you feel... <laughs> You feel your own mind open up um, almost in, you know how it feels to cast this spell, but it almost feels like you're you're amplified, almost like you are physically in the same room as Xavier, as you can feel he's probably casting a spell to connect with you now. Right, right. Um, I believe this, this channel will be more effective. We can go back and forth like this, oh. if you'd like. Um, How'd you do that? What? It's, um, it's, I, I, you know, I can cast spells. If you say magic. <laughs> it's it's magic. Starlight. <laughs> All right, Xavier. Um, Zeta and I are in the middle of something. Can you give me just a few minutes? Then I can go over to Stillgate. Hayfrey told me where his portal was in Stillgate, so it wouldn't be too long. That was prescient of him. Um, All right. Uh, what are you in the middle of? There, there seems to be some sort of connection between... Zeta and the outcast and there's this this connection that has formed and we're trying to run some experiments to see if we can trace that back to its source. Ooh. Um couldn't you run some experiments to disconnect the connection? Well, we need to find out where it's coming from first before I can comfortably assess how to disconnect it. I don't want to just start casting spells and accidentally release the outcast. That seems unlikely, but I trust your judgment, Xavier. You're a powerful We're going wizard. very slow and very carefully with this. All right. I hope you're right. Um, get to it. Go <laughs> as soon as you can about the portal, because we have, uh, we have, uh, we're on the clock here. Okay, just a few minutes. As you feel the connection close. Did we catch one side of that? You only caught Kellogg's side. Oh, okay. yes. Cool. I, turn, I turn to them and I sort of tap my foot impatiently. <laughs> What's going on? Is he going to open it like right now? I said, give him five minutes. Oh, 
Well, that's pretty fast. That is it's pretty fast. It's working on some... Zeta's connected to the outcast. Right. Right. I think yeah, we knew that. That seems to be fairly, fairly clear. Uh, he's trying to trace it back to its source. Whoa. So we would know Are where you? the outcast was? Can Don't we do have some idea a... already? Isn't he... He's trapped somewhere. Right? He's, in a plane. he's trapped in a plane. Um... Hey, Flynn. Yep. Can you get me over to the... I want to take this winter stuff off. Yeah. Oh, this. yeah. Same. Yeah, I'll bring it down. Thank you. Well, it might be cold in Stillgate. It's the long eve. It's cold everywhere. Yeah. We're going well, underground. I guess we're not going to be visiting lava anytime soon. Underground can still be cold, Seeker. It can. Yeah, it, it could, yes. I don't want to wear this. All right. I mean, you've got those, like, snow boots, so that kind of makes sense, but I don't know. Mine's not very heavy. Maybe I'll just get rid of this cloak. Um, you know, the blanket, and then I think if I just get rid of the blanket, my winter gear is good. Okay, I'll put my jacket in my backpack, just in case. Yeah, I take off the blanket that, um, Paston gave me. Okay. Did you maybe put this in the bag, then I'll hand in my, my coat? Yeah. I'll, uh, <clears throat> open the bag, like a holding. And I'll uh, look over to the platform that's holding the rows of clothes and stuff. Um, and I will think of... I will think about running around Maple Glen with uh, my two best friends. Uh, having fun, solving mysteries, delivering goods. Uh, and the uh, love of coming home to a warm cooked meal and a hug from my parents. I will think of then uh, to uh, losing my mentor. Or I haven't seen him in so long. And how much I miss him and how much I miss my parents. And how I haven't seen them in so long. Uh, and I will think of the smell of the rain um, during training. Uh, and uh, the, the urge to just fix something. The urge to fix the iron light. And when you finish this thought um, you look up and you almost lost yourself in your own thought you didn't you didn't even remember that you were still pulling this platform down but it does settle in place the stone bridge apparates um, and you now have access to it so I mean it's still going to be kind of cold there should we just wear these or I don't, I don't what do we do because it's still kind of north mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wear my winter clothes but I think this cloak, I don't need to wear the blanket. Um, I don't know. I think my usual garments will be fine since we won't be on the top of a mountain. But I'll let you know. No, it was pretty hot in there. I'll, uh, I'll go and I'll take off my, my winter clothes and I'll just put them back where I found them. Okay. Snow boots back. I'm going to add the polar bear coat to, um, to Hayfried's wardrobe. 
Okay. <laughs> um, and Thessaly, as you are sort of hanging up this mm-hmm. this massive coat, trying to find a spot for it, you all hear on the opposite end of the uh, void. As you all look back and you see Xavier standing there and he looks to all of you, looks down at the platform, uh, motions his hand and the teleportation platform starts to move down to the central platform, connects in and he walks over. Uh, very expedient, Xavier. Um, yeah, no worries. I, I was in the middle of something, but it seemed to be urgent, so I decided to, to make it a priority. Yeah, very, very, very urgent. We only have three days to fix the world. <laughs> okay, do you need any help? Well, As I mean, yeah. Xavier raises his hand. He's, he's still looking and conversating with you, but he raises his hand up um, sort of back and behind him, still fully concentrated on you, but you can see he almost grabs a platform and starts pulling it closer as he's engaged in conversation with you. Is there anything that you need from me? I mean... Uh, well, uh, what do you know about memory crystals? Oh. Memory crystals? Um, fairly useful devices in a wizard's arsenal. Um, there's, you know, when you start to get to a certain level, and I don't mean to brag, but when you get to a certain level, you can only remember a certain number of spells and commit a certain uh, number to memory. So it helps to have uh, memory crystals offhand to remind yourself of ingredients, components, how to do certain things. Uh, very useful tools. And, and if we were looking for one memory crystal in particular, I thought on how we might find that. Um... You should probably find the person whose memory crystal it is. Um, memory crystals are usually pretty prized possessions. They are not uh, come by very often, so when you do have one, it's uh, it's a pretty good thing. And if it contains something of value, it's probably an item that you want to keep on you. As he pulls down um, a platform that Oma, you are very familiar with. It has a ton of components on it and and brewing stations. As he's still in conversation with you, he sort of walks over to that that platform and starts gathering some items. Um, what did you find, by the way, uh, with regard to Zeta's condition? Um, unfortunately, nothing. It's it's Right now, at this point, it is a hit-or-miss situation. We're trying different um, techniques, different spells. Uh, this one, I, I thought, had some chance, but uh, left us a little bit in the dark. But we've got some other ideas that we're trying. As you can see, he's getting some herbs together and, and a couple of uh, different components. Can I get any idea for what he might be making with the components? Make an Arcana check for me. Ooh, nice. Ooh. I'm 10. A 10? This is a... You know Xavier pretty well, and you know some of the yeah. the staple um, spells that he casts. It looks like he's grabbing stuff that is required for his teleportation spell. Mm-hmm. Okay. It seems sense. like he's sort of resupplying himself um, with the components that he just expended to open up Stillgate. Right. Um, we have to go to the Underdark and find a lab that belongs to someone who's losing their mind, who had a memory crystal. Um. Okay. So, the memory crystal is in the lab. Um, we, think. we don't. We think we don't know where the person is. Um, have you ever heard of Lolan Three? Rear. 
Lowland Threer. That's it. Lowland Threer. Good question. Roll for it. Yeah, I'll roll for it. Xavier, roll a history. <laughs> I have heard that name before. Um, a, a, a drow woman who, um, from what I understood, um, mostly work in in um, soul binding spellcraft. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know too much. I mean, I, that's not really my area of expertise. I haven't. I'm I'm diving into it right now. Obviously, some of that information might be helpful right about now. But um, I I don't know too much about what her story is. Okay. Um, what about stopping time? <laughs> stopping time. Yeah, um, like very it difficult. So that time doesn't pass. Incredibly difficult. On what scale are you um, talking about? We only have four days to accomplish something, and we're worried that that's not enough time to get done what we need to get done. Oh, so you're talking about the world, stopping the time of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe start looking for different solutions. I mean, maybe. Or. I don't have any other solutions. We've got some options, Ulma. It's it's going to be all right. I think things will come up as we go. Okay. Um. Um. About. Um. About. Um. Counteracting drow poison gas. Mm. Mm, now that I can do. Yeah. Oh. Um. <laughs> yes. Um, do you have a, a sample of the gas that I'd be able to work with? Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No, we don't. <laughs> Unless it's in my blood still. That's um a little more difficult. How do you um, collect a sample of gas? I could try something. A jar. Um I could try something. I have no guarantees. I'm open to it. What are you gonna try? Um it's a so poisonous drow gas. Uh-huh. It um, doesn't affect other drow creatures. It doesn't affect other drow. Right. Or I, even half drow. I was able to breathe it. You were able to breathe. That might make it a little easier. Um, Can I borrow some of your blood? (laughs) (laughs) Borrow? (laughs) Can I have some of it? I'm not going to give it back. Can I have some of your blood? If it'll help us Um, eat this, I'll do whatever (laughs) I need. Because in in theory, um, I might be able to make a potion that could change some of your physiology. I, I centralize it just around your lungs, so you wouldn't have any... Um, you wouldn't look any different, but um, I might be able to come up with something that could, you know, change the physiology of, of your lungs to be able to breathe different substances. How long would that take? Something like that, in theory? Uh, something like that. I mean, give me a couple hours. Okay, maybe we can start searching, and 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 you can contact us, and we can maybe 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 you can come to us and and, and, and drop it off. We just I, don't really have a hundred, a couple hours to to stick around. I, I would have to stay here and use the equipment here. I don't have the equipment. Of course, in, of in course. Mornstead, so. Oh, we could go. And then yeah, maybe yes. we could meet at the Stillgate portal. Yeah. Well, what's the point, Alma? Why don't we just wait a few hours here, get you ourselves so? together? I think it'll be all right. Okay, okay, we can wait a few hours. I'd rather us be armed and not, you know, it just adds another variable. Okay, okay, that's that's fair, that's fair. I, I can do some stuff in the meantime, too. I can I can try and find some more rubies, and, and maybe I can make some more health potions. Fine. 
Oma, where'd you find rubies? I mean, I don't have rubies, but I could look for some. Hayfried had, hey had, had them. Where did Hayfried take them from? We don't know. Um, weapons? Hmm. Okay. Oma, I might help you. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe <laughs> Hayfried might have some medical supplies around here somewhere, and maybe I could put together some kits. Yeah, he's got one right over there. Good idea. Oh. Yeah, so you've made yourself at home, Xavier. Also, also, I mean, I, I will say Marstock is right outside, so if we need to buy anything, we could just go right outside. It's true. But I don't need to buy anything. Maybe I could just look for some rubies. And I'll leave him some gold. We can leave some gold. To pay for them? I mean... Okay, here we go. Okay. And uh, Xavier reaches into his bag and starts shuffling around, and he pulls out two little rubies. (laughs) I was going to use these, but... No, it's okay. I can... No, it's fine. I can find some more. more. (laughs) What else are you hiding? How much are they worth? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Just because I can make different amounts of potions depending on how much they're worth. It's just a funny thing to say. Mm-hmm. Each of them are worth 50 gold. Great. Okay, um, like, I can make two potions. I think I'm just gonna get working. Get to if it. that's yeah, okay with you. Prepare. Um, you, Kellogg, could you come with me? Ah, uh, right. Okay. As, uh, Xavier leads you over to that other platform, um, he starts rummaging around, finding some different tools and stuff, um, but eventually he finds a little syringe and comes over to you. It's just gonna poke you for a second, Hi. and you're gonna be okay. I have done the same. <laughs> um, I assume you would prefer your arm that's not. Uh... I don't know what kind of blood you'd get from this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, honestly, um, all right. Uh, he takes a blood sample and then goes and continues working. I'm on the same platform as him, and I'm gonna start to make two healing potions. Okay. Um, as you are uh, making these potions, the first thing that you do is you muddle down the, the rubies and then you look up and you need distilled water. Mm-hmm. And your mind goes blank for a second. You start looking around for distilled water and without even missing a beat, without looking over towards you um, and without even looking for, up from his work, uh, Xavier reaches up on the top shelf, grabs distilled water, puts it down on the table and like slides it down to you. I catch it. <laughs> And he continues going back to work. Um, I have like empty flasks from where I was holding the potions before. So I'm, I'm going to pull out two of my empty flasks. Okay. Um, and then once I get to the right point in time where the spell needs to be cast over it, I'll... Um... Kellick? Yes, Alma? Um, can you cast a spell for me? All right, Alma. This look nice. Well done. Yeah, I hope they work. Money. But just... Like, gem water until you cast a spell. (laughs) (laughs) Two healing potions worth of cure wounds. Okay. And, uh... They're a little gritty. I got (laughs) some ashes in them. (laughs) You, uh, successfully have made two more healing potions. A little fibrous. With pulp. (laughs) Yeah, with pulp. I don't even want it. Gross. I prefer my healing potions. I'd rather die. And drink that pulpy potion. As Xavier is finishing up his potions, what are you all doing? While Xavier had been like, when he originally went to go find components for the teleportation spell, could I have been like watching to see which drawers and like mm. things he was collecting things from? Yes. 
Um, yeah, you see which you see exactly which drawers he he grabs from. I want to see if there was like one that had maybe some more like precious items in it, like metals gotcha. or yeah. Make, <laughs> make a perception check. No. For me. My dice hate me. Nine. <laughs> Nine. Uh, you see, he opens up a bunch of drawers, but it's almost, it seems that he knew exactly where he was going and what he was pulling out. So by the time he opened the drawer, he was already grabbing something and already closing it. So you couldn't even see exactly what was in them. But if there were precious metals and and gems, this is probably one of the platforms that they would be on. If you want to go looking around. I'm going to... Not relying on my investigation skills, knowing where my skill set lies, I will look over to Seeker. Seeker! <laughs> I, um, you know, you're so good at finding things and keeping things hidden and all sorts of things like that. Could you, could you help me, please? Okay. Okay? Yes. I'm looking. I need you to. Okay, we might. I, it's not. It's not really stealing. Like, I don't think it's stealing. <laughs> Because it could save one of our lives, but I recently mm. sort of, you know, got a feeling that if I have a diamond, I could do something very special. You want me to take a diamond from Hayfield? Uh-huh. Please. I'm sorry. I'm, I'll leave him all the gold I have. It doesn't really matter. Okay. Can I try to find a... Yeah, for sure. I'm going to have you make an investigation check for me. Can I help him? At advantage. Yay! <laughs> Ooh, that's fun. I'm yeah. See how this goes. Damn so it. that's a twelve. A twelve. Okay. Um you are going through these um how? These drawers. And uh you are going through there's a lot of like herbal components in one drawer. Um you see some little ingots of um ingots. Of, um, <laughs> What's that mean? Of like iron and gold. You see some like unrefined platinum in there, um, different metals. Um, you're going through and uh, you look down below and you open up one of the bigger cupboards and you see in this pretty sizable bucket in the back. Um, it looks like super shiny, um, but they're they almost look like tiny diamonds, but you recognize that they're not diamonds. Um, it's like a, a bucket of mithril and you keep going through and you find, you know, like paper that would be used to, to write down, um, <laughs> ingredients and stuff, but no diamonds. No. The mithril. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just like loose? <laughs> like... Like how what what is it like, like in gravel. this bucket? <laughs> it it I mean it kind of looks like gravel, but it looks it looks as though um, this would be a bucket that you maybe you take some from in order to put into potions, maybe grind down, maybe use in other spells. Um, but it's a bucket of mithril. Mm. <laughs> bucket of mithril. <laughs> Very interesting. Yes, I, hmm? I, I Did don't. Did you find it? No. Oh, but. <laughs> it can't be that I didn't find it. It's, he doesn't have one. I'm really, really worried that we're going to get ourselves into a situation and I'm going to be able to do something and the only thing preventing me is one little diamond. You want to go to the town and see if we can find one? You really think that they're going to have something and... Where are we? Marstock. Oh my... It feels like we came to Marstock forever ago. So long ago. 
we could still try. Had, 86 was still with us. I mean, going into town seems like the only thing left. Would you if, go with me? If you need it, yes. Thank you. Um, okay. You want to bring Flynn? Or? Flynn! Flynn! Flynn. I know you can hear me. I had four brothers and sisters growing up. <laughs> what? Would you like to come into town and go diamond hunting with us? No, I'm okay. I kind of narrow my eyes, like trying to force him to make eye contact. I'm going to study. Mm-hmm. Hey, Flynn. Yep. You know how to move those platforms, right? Yep. I'm going to look over to where, like, Olma and Kellick are, and I'm going to look back to Flynn, and then I'm going to look over to where Kodan Bo's mm-hmm. thing is, and I'm just going to be like... not going to do it. Don't worry. I can't do anything about it if you do. Make good decisions. <laughs> and I'm going to try to, like, walk... How do we get out of the Koopy? Um, yeah, done it by so <laughs> the central platform has, uh, you know, it makes it makes these bridges to the other smaller platforms. Mm-hmm. But always there on one side of it, there is always one much longer bridge leading to a smaller platform with a door on okay. it, um, like this open gateway portal. So you and Seeker walk down. As, this. as we're walking, though, uh, Lynn. Yep. Could you could you keep Eldra company? He's a little mad at me about the dragon. Sure. Um, yeah, I can do that. Flynn, you look over and you see Eldra perched on one of the tables, like almost purposefully not making eye contact with Seeker. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> All right. And as Thessaly and Seeker, you walk this this long bridge, um, you both make it through. Have you... Have, you guys have walked through this, yeah. this yeah, portal before. Yeah. Um, but once again, it's this weird, almost like jelly that you're walking through. It almost <laughs> sticks oh. to you in your skin. Before you make it to the other side, it completely um, tears off of you. And you all, uh, you both are in Afrid's home. You see a very simple home in front of you. And you look back and you see this door to, to the void, just like in the middle of his living room. It's really haphazardly placed. Um, oh, hey, Freed just a random portal in the living room. Um, but you are both able to step outside and you are once again hit with the cold. You see that there is a layer of snow on everything. And oh. um, as you step out, you see the one long road of this town, very small town of Marstock. Um, you look back and forth and almost directly across the street, you see what you had seen previously, which is a one of the buildings with an entire slice of it yeah. dumped off. Forgot about the yeah. giants. Um, yeah. You see a no. massive, almost as if a giant had rammed a sword <laughs> through it. Crazy, uh, crazy. Uh, almost, taken off of this. And then just beyond that, you see it almost looks like a massive wooden wall just standing straight up. And on this wall, there are chains on the other side, sort of making this 45-degree angle towards the ground. I don't remember that being there. I don't think it was. They worked quite fast to... Did they build it? What, what is that? Want to go look? Sure. Okay. Here. 
We go check it out. All right. Yeah. You, oh you both gosh. get closer. And um, immediately as you get closer, you couldn't quite see it before with the snow piling up. Um, but as you get closer, it looks like a massive, almost like hatch, wooden hatch, but huge that has been propped up with the, the chains coming down, sort of um, halting its, its extent upward. And you see a massive hole going into the ground. Um, you walk up and you see that it's an immediate drop off and it looks like it feeds into a huge cavern underneath the city of Marstock or the town of Marstock. Um, and you can see just sort of on the ground, you can see where the, the moonlight and the starlight is coming in. Um, you can see sort of this, this square of snow way down on the ground in this cavern where the snow has, has poured through the opening in the ceiling. But as you look down, you also see, lining the walls of this cavern, these gigantic statues of what look to be giants. Do, do you think... That's definitely new. Do those look like... We couldn't see them very well. Did the giants look like distinct in the... Do they do they reflect like the different uh, physicalities or like visages that we saw previously? They have the appearance of fire giants. Okay, all of them. All of them. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. The the different sort of statures and mm-hmm. different faces. They look like different, but they are all um, very obviously fire giants. Gotcha. Um, that's what we thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looks like them. I wonder, did they dig this up? Was this always... I don't remember. I, I think I was near this area when we were fighting, and I don't remember this. I don't remember. Maybe we can ask some, We can ask for a jewelry store, because I'm thinking that's probably where diamonds would be, and we can ask what the heck this is. Oh, okay. Okay. Strange. It's very strange. Wish we had time to check it out. I mean... We- we have a couple of hours. Arguably, yeah, we have a couple of hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's let's go find, find someone diamond. in town. <laughs> okay, um, you walk up and down the town, and the longer that you're outside, um, the colder that you get. Um, just with the wind that is picking up, the snow coming down, and as you're walking up and down the street, it, you don't see anybody. No one's outside. I'm gonna start like peeking into some windows and seeing if like okay. any candlelight or... You peek into a couple and the first as you're starting over by Hayfried's house you know that this is sort of a residential area mm-hmm. you peek into a couple windows and you see lots of like fireplaces okay. lit up, lots of warm candles, you see some um, families walking around but as you get further and further down the street it seems like none of the shops are open right now I feel as though there are forces at work that don't want me to find the diamond, and it's just ever so frustrating. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit out of ideas, Tarka. This isn't where I would normally search for a diamond, so... Well, uh, I thought maybe a shop would be open. I was trying to help. No, you are, you are helpful. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I, um... You've been a little off. Have I? Mm-hmm. What? How? Well, ever since the whole... You had a card that 
and a, a big old blue dragon came out of it and that was an entire thing and then you got really tired and now you just I don't know you just seem different like and you sided with Flynn that was weird okay, you never side with Flynn that is that is strange I understand I it is the card is weird I mean like I'm linked to the dragon and yeah, it seemed to take a toll on you. oh it hurt it hurt a lot but I'm okay. We're dealing with a lot, and I don't really know what's right. But I think we have to keep moving. We have to keep trying to do what we can. All right, but if you need something, just just tell me, because I've got your back. No, I appreciate it, but I'm okay. I'm always okay. I kind of like give him a shoulder nudge, like shoulder to shoulder, kind of give him a nudge. Okay. Try. I try to push you, but it doesn't work. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> And uh, I really like to go down there, but we have important things. We should go tell everybody. We should tell everyone that is here. I will also mention, you did see a wood and rope ladder leading down into (laughs) the thing. I mean, I forgot to mention There was a sign that said, go, (laughs) do it. Desolate and Seeker (laughs) are invited. (laughs) It's a party. Uh. Wait, I mean, what? What is information if we don't seek it out first? See what I did there? Maybe maybe we could just go down and then we'll have all the information. We can figure out what it is. It sounds like they've, it looks like they've, it looks like they've figured it out. I really wish Flynn would have come, but okay, really quick. I think Flynn is really mad at all. Well, maybe not you, but a lot of us. Mm. He's just... Don't know if he's mad. He seems frustrated. Well, he told me so much. Uh, he's trying to do the right thing. We're all trying to do the right thing. And he's scared. Which is... I don't think he shows that a lot. But right now, he's scared. I'm scared too. Maybe that's what you sense. I just... And I want to say something, but I kind of bite my tongue and think better of it. Um, You left Eldra with him. Um, Do you think he'll... Try to talk to Kodomvo? I don't know. Would you, um, be able to check? I don't, uh, I don't know how the void works. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I could. It's a different plane. Yeah, I think so. Does it not work between? I, so, <laughs> I, I'll just say, um, I just wanted him to have some company, and she, she, uh, she did us a really... She flew her butt off against that dragon. She did. And, uh, she saved our lives. Yeah. I owe her a lot. Maybe a new friend. Like Flynn. Well, and like for the first time, I kind of get a little jealous. And I'm like... <laughs> I don't really think Eldra... I mean, she's, you know, she's kind of solitary by nature. She seems kind of finicky about who... She likes to be around, so... We are all learning new things. Mm-hmm. Even Eldra. Okay. Right, yeah, she can make a new friend. I mean, she did save his life, too. She saved all of our lives. I'm not disregarding... No. I just... I, I, is it... She is, she is good at comforting, no? She is. She's very good at it. And she's wise. Yeah, I'm... This isn't about... 
Secret, can we just go down the ladder? I it's almost like she solves your problem without even saying a word. She talks to me, but not you. No, no, you can talk. I can't talk. Well, I do talk to Elder. She just doesn't talk back. She just kind of makes chirping noises. Oh, that's not what she's saying. Oh. Do you want to go first, or should I go down first? I'll go first, because I can be quiet. Okay. Um, on the back of that, I have to make you uh, do a stealth check. Yeah. Yay. You As you are climbing down this ladder. Well, let's pick uh, this one. Shiny. That's a that's a good that's good that's good that's a twenty three twenty three nice um, so yeah you begin descending down this ladder and immediately um, the chill of the wind dissipates you feel the stillness of the air in here even though the temperature is still cold um, it it feels a little bit warmer just because of the the wind chill not being there um, and you can smell almost this this ash and brimstone filling this cavern. Um, it is a little bit stuffy in here, and you immediately look around and you see um, on the walls around you, you get a better look at these massive statues, and you can see cobwebs and spiderwebs all over them. It seems years of neglect. As you continue on down and down further, you start to see the ground beneath you. And right at the bottom of the ladder, you see what looks like from this distance, like almost a a massive log from a huge tree. But as you get down further and further and further, you start to see that it's engraved. And then you look up and you see almost this T-shape as it comes into focus. And you realize, oh no, this is the hilt of a massive sword as you are descending down the ladder and you get down towards pretty much the bottom. You're about three quarters of the way there and you start looking around on these walls even more and you can see um, just in between each of these statues, rows and rows of massive swords and axes and hammers and you get down to the bottom and at this point you can see on the far end of the room, you can see these absolutely massive ballistas and you get a sense of this room it looks like a massive fire giant armory oh um I'll rub my left ear the brass earring and this it uh looks like a, a fire giant armory Tons and tons of weapons. I can respond, right? You can. Does anything look u- useful? I mean, we're about to go into the Underdark. I'd... We could take something. Rubbing my ear again. These are all huge weapons, right? Like Big weapons. Yeah, yeah bigger than any of you would be able to. Uh, definitely useful, but not by us. And down at the very end, you start to see these rows of, of not weapons, but armor. And you can see down at the end, a massive table, sort of the size of a fire giant table. And as you were descending down, you saw some stuff on top, but you couldn't really see exactly what it was. Rubbing my ear again. They want to come down. I'm going to go check out the, I think I see some stuff. All right. I can come on down. 
So I'm going to move to go follow Seeker. I'm going to start making my way over to the table. Okay. Um, as you make your way over to the table, it's huge. It, it rises up well above you. So you are going to have to climb up one of the table legs, okay. which is, it is sort of, it's got these intricate carvings on the legs. So you would be able to find some holds, but it might be a little difficult. So I'm going to have you make um, an athletics check as you're climbing this table. All right. That's uh, not terrible. That's a 14. A 14. Okay. These grooves are just big enough for you to fit your hands in. And as you climb up and up, you find yourself already at the top of the table. And as you look over, you see what would presumably be jewelry. You see some massive fire giant gauntlets at the end of the table. Um, you see some rings. You see a couple of huge necklaces. Does anything look like a diamond? Make or an investigation check. What were we looking for? Oma, Oma was looking for a ruby. Make an investigation check. Is everything down here is also covered with a layer of dust? A f- a so you might Tina? need to, yeah. Stealing is wrong. Uh. <laughs> so that is a. This was an investigation. Yes. That's an. That's an eleven. An eleven. Hmm. Um. <laughs> you um. You are walking around. I am all willy nilly. And <laughs> um, you are. At a certain point, you can't even see what these what these items are made of just because there's so much dust and cobwebs. And dust so you have to sort of um, wipe some of it off. And um, the first thing that you come across is um, a... what would be a fire giant ring. But again, in a similar fashion, it would probably be about the size of a belt or a large bandolier for someone on your party. Um... And as you um, brush it off, um, each each wipe that you take, a swipe that you take across it, um, it feels warm, unusually warm for this room. Not hot in any way, but um, almost warm, like um, very subtly, almost um, like body temperature. Like you can't even quite notice it as yeah. you're as you're brushing it. Um, you notice that. The next thing that you come across is... You said it's really chilly down there, so it's noticeably... It's it like, is noticeably, yes, warm. Yeah. Um, the next thing that you come across is, as you're walking, there is a huge, like, helmet on there on the table. Um, almost probably up to your shoulder um, as, as you're walking by. And it's pretty cool. And just out of your interest of sort of knowing what it's made of, you brush your hand against it, and as you brush your hand against it and make contact with it, it begins to shrink. And as soon as it, <gasps> as soon as you brush your hand against it, it shrinks down to what would look like a perfect fit for you. What? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I'm gonna. So the ring, I'm guessing it looks a lot, lot like the storm giant ring or something like it. Um, it is. Uh. It does look a little bit different. It's almost more where the Storm Giant ring looks like it is a base layer of leather with this um, sort of opaque gel across the outside. This one looks more like um, individual links of metal that is then banded together through smaller links of metal. Okay. Um, and so that's that's what it looks like. But it looks uh, like um, almost like refined iron, sort of that silver 
um, silver look. There's the helmet. Yep. And then as you are going through the rest of it, they look like big, like maybe gold rings, nothing um, too special about them besides their gold value, perhaps. Um, but then finally you come down to the very end of the table and you do see another hilt of a sword. And as you're inspecting it, you see just at the cross, what do you call it? The cross, cross guard? Cross guard. Yeah. I was going to say cross blades, but right at the cross guard, you see inlays where maybe some gems could fit. And it looks like most of them have been taken out. But as you just swing around the left side of it, you see one diamond left there in the corner. It. I want to steal it. I want to pull it, seeker. <laughs> I want to take. Steal it. I want to pull out a dagger. I'm mean, guessing this thing's big. I want to pull out a dagger and try and pry that thing out. Okay. Um. All right. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna yell. Yes. Come up hmm? here. Oh, you're all the way up. <laughs> I'm coming up. I'm coming up. I'm gonna climb up after. Okay. As Thessaly is climbing up after him, uh, I'm gonna have you make a sleight of hand check. Those. Do that. <laughs> He's got. What's he's that? really happy. He's really happy. Uh, yeah, add them up. Add them up. That's a natural talent. The twelve. That's a twelve. Okay. Um, as you are whittling your knife into the gap here, you find an opening and you just yank it off. But as you look back, you see that a chunk of the diamond is still left in there. Ah. It broke in half. You don't know if this is a sizable enough diamond yeah. for Thessaly. It might be, but it might not be. How 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 big would you say this thing is? No, this is this is a this is this diamond. is a refined diamond. Just a chunk of it. Is this broke like off. um like a good size? Like like my hand? Like how big in my hand is this chunk that I got? Um, it's it's a pretty big size for your hand. You're just able to hold it in one hand. Okay, I'm gonna. That's pretty years. big. That's yeah, it's pretty big. I'm gonna uh, reach back and put it in my haversack, and then see if I can get any more. Like, can I? I'm just gonna like chisel, <laughs> chisel away. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I mean, yeah, at this you're point able to. After a couple minutes, you're able to sort of chisel away at the metal that's surrounding it and get that last little piece of diamond in there. I don't know. Maybe it will, maybe it'll help. I uh, I want this. Okay, and I won't go back. And uh, pick up that helmet. I just, just for like, just to be silly, I want to put it on. Oh. Oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. You just want to, you're not going to, you just got to, you just got to be silly. He the just, one person, just gonna, the silly. one person yeah, that has the a way, way to identify what it is. Does it. <clears throat> I'm climbing up a seeker. Okay. As he's, um, <laughs> you, <laughs> like you put it on and it's, yeah, no, yeah. it's a, a perfect fit. Um, perfectly sort of contouring to your head. Um, seems like a, like you knock on it a couple times. And then when, was this Destiny make it up? I just, yeah. at that point, Destiny mm-hmm. just climbs over the top. What did, boo. Oh. <laughs> Look, That's I, not. I'm wearing a helmet. Funny. Why would I wear a helmet? This is silly. Here, you try this. But, no, I, I'm not going to put strange things on my head. No, I don't know what they do. No, Here, touch it. I, what does it feel like? As you touch it, it, and as Seeker hands it over to you, you can feel it warping in your hands. It doesn't change size too much, um, but it just warps around the edges a little bit um, to perfectly fit your head as well. Oh, it just changes to fit it the way It was huge when I first saw oh. it, and then I touched it, and it... For like a fire giant? Yes. Hmm. It's probably pretty 
pretty good armor for someone who wears armor. Oh, oh, for me. Yes. <laughs> I guess I'll and I like put it on my head. <laughs> Perfect fit. And okay. also, there is this belt. Can you carry this back? Sure, I absolutely can. Oops. Did you find anything um valuable down here? This looks like. Mm, this was about it. I didn't see. No. Okay, hold on one second. Such an ass. Hand to my haversack and Ridiculous. pull out this like large rock-sized diamond. And then also in my other hand, reach back and pull out like the the small part that cracked off. I accidentally chipped it a little bit. Can I just, can I hold both pieces? Yes. And I sort of take each from him and like considering like the sort of like the visceral nature of my magic and how much I can like feel channeling through me. If I'm holding them in my hand, can I get the sense that this would be enough for the thing I want to do? Yeah. Um, yeah, upon closer inspection, this would probably do it. It's It might actually even be more than what you were Maybe expecting. Maybe twice over? Or not quite? Maybe twice over if the if it was still intact uh, and still in one piece. Uh, uh, but... Seeker. No, 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 no. <laughs> but but at least but like the bigger chunk would be one would be one. Yes. One use at, of the at, spell. Yes, okay. At least. This is exactly what I was looking for. You, you, That's amazing. Well, wonderful. Fantastic. And with this, we are going and I kinda like punch his arm a little bit. We are going to keep oh. It wasn't that hard. You're strong. I'm going to help you keep that promise, that that condition of you not dying for Oh, this. I don't want to die. That's nope, good. you this... absolutely won't. And now that we have this, you definitely won't. Thessaly, you are still holding on to the helmet. Yeah. Uh-oh. And... Oh, gosh. Oh, God. It's been about a minute since yeah. this conversation started. Uh-huh. You can feel it vibrating in your hands. Ooh. Um, As you can see, the metal once again begins to warp and and change within your hands as it almost folds back in on itself and creates this U-shaped ring. And you can see at the end, it has these little hooks that come down, almost perfectly fitting around the back of your head and looping over your ears. Oh, like a circlet? Yes. I... I could just wear this all the time. Do you think it... It looks wonderful. It... I don't know what it does yet. You tried it on, so... Well... So do you think we should wait, or should I just... Could I wear it out of here? We... <laughs> do you think there's any harm... I mean, you're the magic expert. If you say it, I trust you. Uh... Hmm... There could be a lot... You know what? I don't know. Maybe keep the helmet on. Then we put that in the bag and we check it out. Put in, the uh, helmet in the bag for now? You, How do you feel wearing it? You, you're wearing, it felt fine. It didn't fine. do anything and it just changed in my hand. Maybe it just changes to what the wear is most comfortable. Oh, that's pretty cool. I don't know. Try, try to put it back on. All right. And I'm going to try. I'm just going to put it back on over my brow, over my head. Okay, um, you put it around the back of your head um, and sort of get the front loop on your ears and it's almost like reverse glasses where those loops are keeping it perfectly in place there. <laughs> you know, it's been a really long time since I wore something nice. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. Is that funny? No. I just wear armor and, and you know, just 
and none of my clothes are really and I kind of like look down at like how because all of my clothes are really old my boots are incredibly worn I'm just like is, is it a little vain of me to put it on no okay I mean it's probably got some kind of a magical armor thing going and I can look at it later for you okay but I, it looks good it's nice for you thank you well do you think there's anything else here I mean this table's got uh, a oh, lot of stuff just this ring belt thing uh oh, you want me to carry that yeah you take that oh okay. i just like sling it over my shoulder okay um it's i mean it's pretty heavy it is made of these metal links uh but yeah you're successfully able to carry it no problem should probably go back and tell them about this oh we absolutely should and i am so excited i we got what we were looking for and we didn't even have to go into a shop and i didn't have to spend any gold and you have to you talk just to did people it. we just got we didn't even have to talk to people <laughs> that's my favorite all right Let's head up. Okay. Climb down and head back out. As Climb down. While, they, over while they were doing this, could I have been assembling some uh, healer's kits in this uh, in the void? Yes, uh, you can. But before we get to that, um, I'm going to hop over to Flint. Okay. So, What's he so doing? Flint? What's going on with Flint? What are you What's doing? Matter? Um, so I think I, um, I would have dropped my winter clothes off and I would have kind of stayed on that platform and just like, within all the other stuff and kind of like use the aisles or whatever as like cover from just the world. Okay. As I'm like kind of flipping through my books and uh, not really being able to stay on a page and not being able to focus and all. Do you look up from the books at all as you're walking around? Um, I probably wouldn't be walking around. I'd probably be sitting or down sitting. And, sit, and I'd probably, you know, occasionally more often than recently, I'd be looking up and looking around and I'd probably catch Eldra up in the corner. Um, uh, and then eventually I would just... Enough. I will close the book. Uh, and, uh, and I will see the iron light symbol on the book. Remind me where the platforms are. Where's, like, the prisoners? Where's the uh, Where's the armor? Uh, the the so, portal was brought down so Xavier could get out, right? Yes. So currently on the central platform is the teleportation circle that Xavier came in on. Um, the um, the wardrobe platform that you are currently on, as well as the spell component and brewing station um, that Ulma, Kellick, and, well, Ulma and Xavier are on. Um, but then, yeah, also Kellick station, the, the medical equipment station would also be brought down as well. And then um, beyond that is the other um, platforms that are not being used immediately you see the biggest platform being um, this almost forest like ecosystem um, where you can see the um, the sheep is still there right mm-hmm. and you can <laughs> sort of see the sheep walking around the biggest central tree and then beyond that is the uh, prisoner platforms happy life <laughs> he's got um, a real happy life <laughs> so the portal is connected to the platform yes I would like to go to the portal okay where are you going Addersfeld. I'll walk over and go okay. okay. I will huh. step on the platform and you are taken off to Addersfeld. Um, once again, you see the um, the small interior underneath the former bakery. I'll uh, kind of stretch and adjust my backpack and, um, and I will uh, walk up the, the stairs and Okay, and outside, um, you see, once again, snow. 
and um, you look out the front of this this abandoned bakery, and as you are just about to take a step forward outside, um, you look down real quick, and there is this little outside the bakery. There's this little awning, so there is a little bit of dirt in front of the the store that is not covered by snow, uh-huh. and just outside, you see two boot prints facing the door. Oh. The exact spot where Zorkal had jumped off of the roof to meet you there and land right in front of you. You see his his boot prints. And I will make my way to the castle. Okay. Um, as you are walking through the city, as, as you look out and around, um, I mean, at this point, you are still in the abandoned section of the yeah. city. So, um, on top of that, it's the long eve. It's very cold out. You don't see anyone currently. I think, um, as I exit, I'll, you know, take a deep breath in and I will, I'll pull out the, um, the candle that I got, just hold it in my hand and kind of run my thumb on it while I'm walking through. Okay. Where are you headed? Uh, to the castle. You're headed to the castle. Okay. As you exit the abandoned portion of the city, um, you begin walking through and once again, you don't, you see a couple people, um, but it seems like most people are sort of hunkered down for the long eve. Uh, most people are inside. And you do see, you know that there are these these walls throughout the city, um, sort of layers of guard walls. Um, and you see, every once in a while, you'll walk past and you'll see a guardsman patrolling. Um, but it's not the, the vigilant patrolsmen that you have seen previously. Um, it, it They look a little bit more disheveled, not quite wearing their armor properly. Um, you see that there's not a, a ton of, of pride as they're marching back and forth. Um, you see the weapons are a little bit haphazard. Um, and the other thing that you notice as you're walking through Addersfeld is you step through the snow and at one point you step and you hear a crunch and it sounds like the crunch of paper Uh and you reach down and under a layer of snow you pick up it looks like a poster Um, and it looks to be a propaganda poster Um, and uh, and as you read through it it is detailing about how well fortified Adderfeld has been how they have been able to deter the attacks from Kaldur and generally just how well Ondale is doing within the war. Mm-hmm. And as you continue walking past the abandoned area and as you, as you get more into the well-established parts of the city, you see more and more of these posters mm-hmm. propped up on all the walls. Mm-hmm. But eventually, you get to the castle. Uh, well, I'll approach. Does it look the same from the outside? The entrance, yes. yes. The, looks the same. still there. All right. That's a good start. I will um, kind of make sure everything's tucked in, make sure all my <laughs> armor's good, and I will I will almost pause briefly as I like reach up and grab my, my pauldron that I have, and I make sure it's snug, tight the, tighten the buckle. All right. Then I'll head in. Okay. You place your hand upon that divot in the... In the stone wall, the doors open, and you hear the hollow wind wisping through the castle. Um, 
Yeah, I'll, I'll walk around. I'll head to um, Miller's office. I'll go there first. Okay. Um, you start walking through, and you walk through the training area. No one's out in the training area. Probably too cold out. You walk through the barracks. All the doors are closed. You don't see anyone. You walk through the mess hall. But the barracks. Um, when I walk through the barracks, is that where like my room would be? Yes. Like that? Um, could I... Um, if I'm on my way to Melrose and I'm walking through the barracks, I'd like to stop by my room, and maybe Zorkal's room, Kaylin's room, see if I see anyone, or I'll check for any type of notification that someone's been here recently. As you're walking through the barracks, all the doors are closed, mm-hmm. and you get to your room, and as you're about to open up the door to your room, you hear a, a door slam behind you. I'll turn towards it. And you see the door open again and slam and open again. It seems like the wind is opening and closing this door. I will go to that room then. Okay. You don't see anyone in there. Yeah. Um, If there's a way, I'd like to prop it so it stops slamming and opening. I'll I'll make sure it's shut. I'll push the door, push on it so it's locked. And then I'll go back to my room and try and get in. Okay. Um, You go back to your room um, and you know in your room it's almost like a combination lock where you know you need to turn the handle a quarter of a degree this way, yeah. turn it back, yeah. turn it back before you can open it. So you know the sequence. You you um, open it up and you see your former room there just as you had left it previously. Um, I'll actually take just my bag off and set it on the ground and go towards my bed and kind of just sit down on it. Just sit for a minute. And uh, just ponder. And then I'll catch the wind and shake myself out of it and grab my bag and head towards Kaylin's room. Okay. Um, you head towards Kaylin's room. The door is closed. No one seems to be there. And I'll keep making my way towards Mallory's office. Okay. Once again, you pass through the mess hall. No one's there. You pass through the second set of barracks that are sort of mirroring on the opposite side. No one's there. Mm-hmm. You head to Melru's office, and her door is just slightly propped open, which you know is never the case. It is always closed. I will um, summon my sword. Okay. And I will stealthily open the door. Okay. You see... Melrose's office. But normally, everything is perfectly in place, like scarily in place. Yeah, annoying. Now you see the books on her bookshelf. Some of them are fallen out and on the ground. You see that the entire room is, there's just little things that are off. And on Melrose's desk, you see stacks of papers next to a couple of empty bottles. I'll investigate the bottles a little bit. Can I determine what those are? Um, Immediately you pick one up and with an immediate whiff, uh, empty alcohol bottles. (laughs) Do I know if I... Have I ever seen her drink before? Do I know? No. But to be fair, you have never seen her eat or drink or... (laughs) Where did you go? I'll look at the papers. Okay. You look at the papers and... With each paper, 
there is an accompanying red dyed envelope. Okay. And you can see that a couple of them on the top are letters saying, uh, communicating to Melaru, I am confused. I'm hearing of all of these sentinels going missing. I'm confused. Can you please provide me any information? Mm-hmm. Um, there are letters that say, um, I was just approached by Chath and his company. Um, he left a few days ago, but I feel that I'm being tracked. Um, there are some that say, um, um, uh, Chath is, is on my tail and I fear that I don't have much time left. Yeah. <gasps> and, um, there are these these varying degrees of of severity within these letters. Um, what? How many are there approximately? There's about fifteen on the table. <gasps> um, oh. I'd like to ruffle through them and to see if any of the names are familiar. Like if I, if Evelyn, Pierre, I'll look for Zorka, I'll look for Kaylin. Yeah. Um, most of the names you don't recognize. Okay. Um, and then a few of the names you do recognize. Um but don't have as well of a relationship as you do with, right. with some of the other members. Um, and then there is one letter near the bottom that is from Victor. I read that one immediately. Okay. Um, you read through and the letter communicates to um, Melaru um, in a similar fashion to some of the other ones. Um, but this one slightly different this time he wasn't he isn't describing chath approaching him he says i was recently approached by ilinar about a deal i am uncomfortable with this deal i turned ilinar away but i feel that ilinar has not left i have seen signs of him sticking around and i fear what's to come I fold that one up and I put it in my pocket. Okay. Um, I would like to look around the room for any signs of where I could find someone that would... Does it seem like things were taken out? Or I'll look through some of the books. I'll see if there's any any indication of like a log kept or Okay. Um, you look through. It doesn't seem as though anything is missing. Even the the blank spaces in her bookshelf, you sort of get a sense that, okay, the book that's on the ground would probably fit in mm-hmm. that one. The book that's over here would probably fit. So it doesn't seem at the moment that anything is missing. Um, I'll look at some of those books. Are they just like anything? What, what would be in them? Is it like documentations on stuff like filings? Like, do I know what, what goes? It in seems mostly as you're going through, it seems mostly clerical okay. dealings of the iron light. Um, Stuff that would, yeah, be a little bit more clerical. Um, I will... (sighs) I will check the uh, entrance to go down uh, to where I got my um, tattoos. Mm -hmm. And I will will go down in there and I will check that area too. You open up the um, sort of secret passageway Mm -hmm. behind the bookshelf. And um, it opens up, and normally you know the green flames in the in the sconces vroom, 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 usually light up, uh, but this time they do not. It is a completely dark hallway down. Where 
is everyone. I will head down the, the stairs um, after noticing the sconces and kind of see what's down there, if I can get there. Okay. Um, you head down, and pretty much exactly as you had seen it previously, um, you see a couple of pauldrons hanging up on the wall, um, and you see the ink vials on the shelves. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I, I'll look around and see if there's anything down here that's off since the last time I've been here. Um, it seems pretty much, and you got a good look at it last time you were down here before the rest of the Sentinels came down. Um, it seems pretty much the same mm -hmm. as you had left it. There's really no discernible differences. Um, I will walk up to the area where I was was laying down to get tattooed, and I'll and just put my hand on it and just look at it for a bit. What did I do? What do I do? Um, and I will head back upstairs. Okay. Where are you going? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I will go to... Um, I'll head to the reliquary. And just... I'll go in and I'll see... Since I was there with Kellick, I'll see. Has anything changed? Is there more? Are there more papers? Are there mm -hmm. less papers? Are there any new papers that I can maybe glean some information from? Um, there seems to be more mm -hmm. letters there. Um, and you look up and you know that in this entire tower, there's sort of these spiraling windows that open up to the outside where, um, like carrier pigeons mm -hmm. and message, messenger right. birds can come in. Um, and all of the shutters on all of those have been closed. Um, I will pick up a few papers and I will just kind of like, uh, with no emotion left in my face, I will tidy them up a little bit, um, make nice piles, and to the best of my ability, I will organize some of them um, by date. Uh, so, they're organized and then I will uh, look up and um, just take my bag off and I will walk up the stairs and open all the windows back up okay one by one each of the windows are opened back up um, and you sort of get to the, the very top one and you open up the window and you look out and you see Addersfeld yeah um quieter than you have ever seen it um, just with the the long eve mm -hmm. coming up or the long eve happening yeah I don't know do I notice I mean I, I've probably been here a few long eves um, so I know that it's dark out now but do I notice can I see uh, any lights on in the in the city do I see anything blatantly you see, different you or? see a couple of lights on um, sort of uh, probably like similar fireplaces, um, candles, things to keep a home warm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I'll, uh, just kind of get lost for a moment, holding that candle still, uh, and just kind of looking out 
And again, I'll, a wind will catch and I'll shake out of it and I'll head back down, uh, making sure all the windows are still open. Um, once again, I will tidy up a little bit more in the, in the reliquary and make sure all the things are aligned and things are in order. Um, and I think uh, to the best of my ability, I would like to go to each area and just tidy things up. You know, go go to the barracks and, and make sure all of the the things are in place. All the all the swords are on the rack. All the all the shields are are, are fastened and, and polished. I might clean a few. Uh, I'll, I'll make sure the dummies are set properly. Um, I'll make sure all the the barracks doors are closed. And um, I think the last thing I'll do is I'll go to Melru's office again and uh, tidy up a bit in there as well uh and i will grab how many bottles did you say there were five bottles um i'll i'll tidy those up but i will um i will keep one uh and i'll put it in my souvenir bag and um all the other letters i will you know i'll put them in the whole bag holding as well um yeah that is going to take you a while. So sure. as you are doing that, we're going to hop back over. Um, Kellick, you are doing your thing. Medical you medical kits. Trying to assemble some health kits. Okay. I don't want to make Thessaly sick. <laughs> okay. Um, as you, you have everything here that, that you need. Um, so I'm just going to have you make uh, a couple of medicine checks. So you, you currently have enough of these um, uh, medical supplies here to probably make about three Okay. Uh, medicine kits. Um, so I'm going to have you make three medicine checks. Okay. Um, that's a 14. A 14. Okay. You've got one. Okay. That is a... I've already lost the track of it. Uh, 25. Yeah. Yeah. You've, you've got definitely got two. Okay. And then that is a... Um, an 18. Nice. Okay. Um, so over the course of... of this time that Xavier is, is um, brewing all of his potions, um, you successfully put together three medicine kits. Awesome. Is there anything else on this medical um, platform that you want to do? I'm considered. <laughs> <laughs> um, are there, is there any uh, literature? <laughs> any medical uh, literature, literature here? Um, there are uh, a couple of... Um, yeah, like medical books. Sure. I'd be curious to read if any, if there's anything about <laughs> uh, genealogy, blood um, relation between drowned humans and that kind of thing. Um, gotcha. So, uh, yeah, as you're looking through, you do find a book that um, it doesn't specialize in drow human relations mm-hmm. um, but it, it does deal with some of the um, uh, half species uh-huh. half orc uh-huh. half drow half elf um, and sort of the interplay of of the genes that go back and forth which tend to be which genes tend to be more dominant yeah. which uh, genes tend to be a little bit more recessive um, and some yeah like genealogy and I'm just going to... I, I have it, right? The device? He gave it to me. Yes. Yeah. I'm just going to just take that out of my bag and sit it on the table and just s- stare at it. Okay. 
And that's what I'm going to do. And then you're going to use it? <laughs> Not right now. No? Okay. I'm just going to stare at it. All right. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, you do. do you, would I have time? And, and I, I don't know this answer. So um, I know it can take a lot of time to make a potion. Mm-hmm. In the time it's going to take a, um, Xavier to do you know, four of his and also experiment to like figure it out. Would I have time to take like an hour short rest? Oh, yes. Yeah? For sure. So as once I'm done making the potions, I will like... Do we know what you did to move the... Um, yes, it was I think explained someone to everyone. Did, or I, yeah, I think yeah, I explained it. We Timmy, Timmy wrote a letter and yeah. the letter was passed around yeah. to okay. everybody. You have okay. a general idea. Um, yeah. Because the sheep is not connected to us yet, right? No, it is not. Okay. Um, I would like to think about... Childhood, love, lost, petrichor. I got yeah, it. I got we it. were all there. Cause he... uh, I'm going to think about um, Rosie and cooking in the monastery. Those are the happy memories I have there. <laughs> and I'm going to think about Xavier and March. And I'm going to think about um, my magic and some of the bad things that have happened. And I'm going to think about uh, the mountain um, when Penelope passed and the smell of that mountain. And then I'm going to think about Flynn. Okay, and when you open your eyes from conjuring all of those memories. Um, you see in front of you a massive tree that sprouts out with a bunch of other like flowers and grasses and bushes, um, by far the biggest platform, um, even bigger than the central platform here. Um, and in front of you, you also see the sheep who's just like nibbling on a little bit of grass. Yeah, I'm gonna um, go over there and I'm gonna sit against the tree and I'm gonna just like stare at the sheep and take a um, <clears throat> take some time. And if the sheep wants to come over, I will pet it and remember my times as sheep in the past. Feel a kinship to it. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, so after a little bit more time passes, uh, Flynn, after you're done at the castle, would you head back to the void? Uh, yeah, so after I'm done cleaning up in Melody's office, uh, kind of pick, bring, pick the chair up, <laughs> push it in. Um, uh, put the one bottle in my bag and put the rest in, in the bin or wherever. Uh, and I will uh, um, spend a moment or two just sitting in the uh, training grounds, uh, just kind of looking around. Uh, and I'll I'll take a few moments to just draw it, if I could. Just to try and take my mind off of stuff. I'll just draw some of the dummies. I'll draw the swords on the rack and I'll, I'll just try and take my mind off of that by what my mom would tell me, which is work. Good, go, go, go into some work. So I'm like, I'm learning this new thing. I'm going to just, I'm going to draw a little bit. Okay, I'm going to have you make a sleight of hand check. Right. Oh, um, 17. 17. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a pretty accurate depiction. Um, in the time that you sit there, you are able to sort of get the the general outline of things just mm-hmm. with the amount of time that you yeah. spend. You're not able to get a full full picture out, but you get a little bit of the shading and some of the basic stuff, but you're pretty happy with yeah, it. Yeah, maybe something that I could, maybe once I get back or leave, I'll still be able to continue on it, have like yeah. a general oh, for sure. framework. 
Um, you headed back to the portal? Yeah, I think I'll, I'll pack up and I'll kind of just look around before I get up and... I'm not going to give up. Right. Um, and as you head back to the portal, you once again feel yourself lifted up and whipped <sighs> away. And at almost precisely the same moment, um, Flynn lands in the void, as well as Seeker and Thessaly walking back through the goopy door into the <laughs> void as you are all <sighs> once again reunited. <sighs> Never going to get used to that. Strange. Because like, like walking through jam and preserves. Mm. Welcome back. Hi. Hello. We found a lot of stuff. Hi. Yeah. You look nice. Oh. Well, thank you. And I like blush furiously. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I don't ever like pick anything out for myself. So Seeker found it, but we don't know what it does. Where, where did you find it? Oh, we found a armory that looked like it belonged to fire giants below the city. Mm-hmm. Oh. We had a very eventful uh, trip. Huh. Yeah, not a jewelry store, exactly. But kind of. But, uh, yes, also sort of. That's what they were digging up. Uh, oh, you mean yeah. the ones with that we fought? Yes, uh, after they attacked, I found some of the dwarves. Um, some of the people here in the town were, were trying to dig something up. They were pretty... Uh, Against me learning what? What? Seems you've discovered it. Yes. And, uh, Des, if you don't mind, I'll take that and I'll try and find out what it is in a moment. And I take a moment and I seem kind of like a little, a little <laughs> reluctant to part with it, uh, especially after getting a compliment. Um, and I'm gonna like very slowly take it, uh, out from behind my ears and off my head and hand it to Seeker. I, I, I want it back though. I Unless don't. it's, well, I want it back. <laughs> you can have it back. I don't. I don't want to keep it. Um, while they do that, or, or I guess when they're done doing that, I'll walk up to Kellick. Uh, hey, Flynn. Uh, hey, um, are you able to reach out to people today? Uh, I can. Yeah. Um, reach out to Zorkal. Sure. What do you want me to say? Um. Where did everyone go? Are you safe? Are the rest safe? What do we do now? Something like that. Um. What did you find then? Oh, it's kind of what I didn't find. They're all gone. The iron light? Yeah. Surely, I can't mean the whole castle. It, no one was there. It was empty. Last time we were there, Ath was teaching. I know. Yeah. Huh. I need to find out how many are left. Maybe ask him that too. All right, I'll, I'll do my best. Thanks. And I will kneel, try to find Sorkal's tether. Achungis. Can I find it? 
Yes, you can. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. That's step one. Good stuff. He has here, found, he's gonna respond. He has found things before. <laughs> yeah. Just around my hand, pull to my heart. Well, I think he's the one that did tell us. Yeah. So I think he we're is. safe. No, he should be okay. But, but I mean, who knows what's happened since? Yeah. We just talked to him, didn't we? He recently, yeah. Zarkal. Where has the iron light gone? How many are left? Where have they gathered? What are they doing? Are they safe? I am collecting the remaining sentinels. There are still a few left. We are headed to the basin where we can regroup. I turn to Flynn. Uh, there's limitations to this magic. He said he's gather, gathering the rest up, taking them to the basin. Okay. Thank you, means Campbell Deer. All right. I'll pull my map out. I'll just circle it. Okay. Um, I know we have to save the world and everything, Kellick. Um, but this is uh, really important. So, as soon as we can, you know? <sighs> yes, as soon as we can. I, I just look out into the void. And I'll uh, roll my map back up. Store it. And uh, just head back to the aisles of clothes and kind of sequester myself over there. Open my book back up and try and focus on something. Okay. And um, as you do, you all look over and you see Xavier, who has just finished the last of the potions. Um, You can see that there are four there laying out on the table. And... You look past Xavier, and just floating past in that moment is Kodam Vo. Hmm. <laughs> who looks to all of you and smiles. And that is where we're going to end oh, this episode. <laughs> we are going to call it right there. Oh, dang it. <sighs> Thank you all so much for listening, and we can't wait to see you all again next week. Bye, nerds. Bye, Bye nerds. Hey, nerds. It's Shane. Happy 100th episode of Venture Forth. Uh, Thank you all so much for being here for 100 episodes. Maybe you weren't here for all of them. Maybe you skipped a couple. Maybe you uh, listened to some harken backs and caught up. Uh, Maybe this is the first episode that you're listening to of the show. That'd be pretty crazy. But you know what? If you are, then, you know, you're you're awesome. Look at you go. I just want to take a moment to direct you to our YouTube channel, if you're not already on it, to check out a little post-episode video we made where we look back on the last 100 episodes and talk about our favorite moments, favorite monsters, our conspiracy theories about the future, and a bunch of other fun, silly stuff. So go to our YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button, and uh, check out that video. I also want to take a moment to thank all y'all for being with us on this journey, both inside and throughout Elbor and also on the other side of things. 
on all the social media platforms, on your uh, podcast apps, reviewing us on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok and Twitch, leaving us comments and participating in our lives. Uh, the way that you've hopped into our Discord and engaged and made cosplay and made fan art and all of these amazing things and just had like fun conversations about lemon pastries. Uh, all of that has been terrifically meaningful to us. And I really can't express my gratitude enough. Um, I also want to give a special shout out to our patrons whose generosity not only helps us create the podcast, but also helps us develop it. We want to get art made. We want to make some merch for y'all. And uh, those are things that we do not want to do cheaply. We believe in paying artists for their work and getting quality stuff done. So uh, we are always, always, always both trying to keep the podcast growing, uh, uh, both in how we record it and how we promote it, and also get uh, additional fun uh, sort of, uh, I don't know, boons, buffs, however you want to describe it. Um, But our patrons allow us to do that. Uh, more and more. So if you are on there, thank you so, so, so much. And if you are able to contribute, just know that it'll mean the world to us. And uh, without our patrons, the podcast would not exist. So um, once again, to everybody, everybody listening now, thank you so, so much from the bottom of my heart. And we'll, uh, we'll see you next week, nerds. (laughs) 